We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, for our audience here on Twitch, to the left of me is our producer, co-founder, Brian Goins. Yeah, Chad's happy down back. So I'm like, Jack's happy. Yeah, you listen, Brian, you're a fan favorite. Am I? On the bottom of the what screen. What do I do that you guys struggles. like? Actually, put that in the comments section, because I always get like positive feedback, but I really don't know what I do that's really good. Brian you gets have, more positive feedback than I do. Out of nowhere. You're really good at those, actually. Rants? Yeah, that voice you hear to the bottom of me as our statistician and professional photoshopper, Christian Hernandez. What's up, everybody? How's it going, man? It's been a long time since I've heard you. I know. It's been days. Christian and I were in a call like 10 minutes ago <laughs> for an hour. Christian, I like your shirt. Where'd you get that shirt from? Uh, shout out to Swisho Mode on Twitter. Um, I know that he's been trying to get a, like a little merch business going, but I actually bought this off his little shop. Um, I wish I had a link um i'm gonna i'm gonna tweet him and i'll I'll give you guys a link a little later today where you can get the like shirt it. right here. what does it say huh 
It's what does a, it say? It says that they're in trouble. It was right after. What was it? It was right yeah, after yeah. game three, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. That other voice you hear on the bottom left. So track draft expert Alex Musibai. What's going on, people? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How do you like your title, draft expert? We needed a title for everybody, and I, I like draft expert. You are a yeah, draft expert. That's fine with me, man. It, Christian will tell you I'm obsessed with the draft in every league. It's a weird thing. I almost like for the NFL. I almost enjoy the draft more than the games. Listen, people love draft coverage, and we're glad to have you because God knows I like. <laughs> um, so I like a draft things- coverage when we have a pick. So. <laughs> Well, there every you go. Year. So I'll be on every other year. <laughs> every every other year that he'd have a pick. Uh, that's the Pat Riley way. So kind of a couple things we wanted to get to in the today's show. Um, by the way, I have to plug and promote. Check out Hangover Time. It's our brand new post game show on Miami Heat. Be following every Heat game right at the buzzer. Heat Twitter president Alf at Alf954 on Twitter. He's going to be hosting. It's going to be less of me. This is Alf's project. This is Alf's show under the Miami Heat Beat umbrella live here on twitch.tv slash MIA Heat Beat. So check that out. We also upload the VODs to YouTube. So if you can't catch the show live or you miss it, it'll be uploaded the next, like within minutes of it ending here on Twitch. We'll upload it to YouTube, so check that out on our Miami Heat Beat YouTube channel. Uh, also, we're going to be streaming a little bit out of there. Uh, we're kind of doing every other every other game. One's going to be Twitch, one's going to be YouTube. Up until January, we're fully just going to come to Twitch, just kind of get some of Alf's audience that isn't really used to uh, used to Twitch, kind of kind of over there. So that's what. Yeah, and also the Hangover Time is going to be on the pod feed. So if you listen on the podcast, you've probably noticed a couple Hangover Time episodes. Those are Alf. That's Alf. I'm not I'm not involved in that. Uh, sometimes I pop in, sometimes I produce, but that is an Alf, Alphonse Sydney vehicle. So because that's an Alphonse Sydney vehicle, we as like this heapy podcast, not really talked about second preseason game against the Raptors. Alex, I know you were on the post game show with me with Alf, but kind of wanted to get more into the nitty gritty of what happened. So like I, for one, was very happy with the way Goran Dragic looked. I think that, to me, there's a lot to take away with KZ Agpala and with how Precious looked and a lot of stuff. But to me, the best thing about that game was, Alex, Goran looked healthy. Absolutely. You know, we we really didn't get to talk about it too much on Hangover Time. And it's just amazing to me to just just to see him on the court moving the way he is right now, considering where he was in the bubble. And, and we all know the extent of that injury. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be so beneficial for this team to get off to a good start. Just being able to have him in any type of role at the start of the year, which I know he said he was healthy, but it was also I didn't really buy it. And seeing him on the court last night, the way that he was able to move, the way that he was able to get to his spots, um, it was it was just incredibly, incredibly um, overwhelming to see. The pick and roll chemistry with Precious, I think, is huge too because I, I think a lot of us speculated on this show, like, how, is Precious going to be used more as a wing or as a big? And they really liked him getting downhill with Goron. There was a play, uh, we, we kind of went over this on Hangover Time, we, we, we posted the highlight, was... Precious kind of got the ball at the top of the key, took two dribbles around the perimeter and initiated a handoff with Goron, right? Which is very similar to what Bam does. It's almost like imperceptible. Cooper Moorhead had tweeted that. And he just takes a handoff, rolls to the rim, kind of the, the the big is kind of corralling Goron in the drop coverage, and he slips in space. And now, you know, Goron, who's a much improved lob thrower, as we've talked about on this show a bunch, uh, 
precious downhill to for a dunk and he's an athletic freak he like his athleticism i know bam is athletic christian but precious has like athleticism that jumps out of the page that you're just like oh wow this guy is gonna out jump everybody right like only the violent will survive as he says like it, it's he has that kind of athleticism that they haven't had in a while no, definitely. And obviously we're we're still very much dealing in very small samples and it's hard to gauge like what's going to be able to hold up over the courses of an NBA season, especially one like this one, which I feel like is going to be a more rushed season than usual. Um, but I mean, the athleticism, the first two games has just jumped off. Like, I mean, when, when he's in the pick and roll, when he's both offensively and defensively, like um, he makes, you know, opposing offensive players very uncomfortable which is obviously a great trait the heat love to see um and he just seems really comfortable around the rim too i was really surprised how comfortable he is putting the ball on the ground and you know driving towards the rim and finishing comfortably i think that's a huge sign already like somebody with his size and athleticism to have that kind of touch around the rim is going to be really valuable and if he can spread it out at all from there obviously his ceiling only grows like, for me, the other thing with him was that they played him with Olenek, right? And I thought that kind of told us a, a bit about how they feel about him. Like, I, I think that him with the shooting big is really interesting because even with him and Olenek in the lineups, they were having him screen and kind of roll. They were having him be the center and Olenek be the four, which I'm, I'm actually curious about how that would hold up defensively because that having Olenek as like usually when they play Bam and Olenek, Olenek can guard the center and then Bam goes for the quicker guys. That one I'm curious about because, you know, I mean, you can have precious guard fours and Olenek guard fives. I guess that's that's not an issue, but. I, to me, that was something that really stood out because they didn't go to that Bam uh, Olenek lineup very often last season, which I thought was kind of interesting because they, they really leaned on that the year before. And if they're doing that in preseason, that might tell me that they're a little bit interested in doing that. And for me, you know, I, I think there's a bit of issues with depth at the four right so if you believe in um if you believe in kz right and you don't believe in mo harkless all of a sudden you know you're an ankle turn away from really not having a a lot of minutes at andre gudala at the five uh, at the four you know what i mean so I would love to avoid that at all costs, honestly. I, like I, I do too. So last season, Bam and Olenek together played about 500, 580 minutes. Uh, you know, by by far the lowest combination of, of of them on the court, like either one off, one on, or whatever. So like they they barely played together really in a in in that yes last season. So if they're gonna if they're really committing to playing two bigs, I like it with Precious. I like what they did. I, I think he's really versatile, and they have enough shooting to make that work. So that's just something. I kind of want people to know going in. The big story, though, was KZ Akpala. Um, Brian, like we are, we are a part of the, we are leaders of the free KZ movement. I feel, I feel very, I feel true? very validated. I don't think we can. Take that. That, <laughs> Brian that's, doesn't that's know what he signed up for. No, that's truly. Is that truly? Is that truly? I feel like we brought it to the. I feel like we're the media entity that that brought it to the public. We uh, we made it more mainstream. Let's play it that way. I'm in. Uh, Brian, he looks so good. Oh, he looked awesome. Honestly, I, I may have tweeted something controversial. I don't know if it's really that controversial, but somebody, um, I had a lot of responses that approved what I said. And I said that I thought KZ played 
his best game, and it was better than whatever Winslow gave us in a Heat uniform. I hate that take. That's not true. That's not true at all. Justice was on the road in Toronto when Toronto was like had the second best record and took over the game and won on the road. Like that's just that's just not true. We we could talk about KZ being good without putting down Toronto too with KZ going off. Yeah, but that's a Brian. That's a fucking preseason game. Gerald Green used to do that. Yeah, he still locked down Fred Van Fleet for like twenty. Rodney Magruder used to do that in the preseason. Don't you remember preseason Rodney? Preseason Rodney's a top ten heat player. Ten from three. Preseason Rodney might be one of the 10 greatest heat players ever. Not preseason uh, Gerald Green is. Preseason Gerald Green and preseason Rodney. Preseason Gerald Green, I thought we were going to hang his jersey didn't, in the Raptors. Did he win a starting job because of how well he played in the preseason? I, yeah, who, no. Rod, who, who, Rodney or Gerald Green? I think both Rodney, of them, actually. Bo- I think both of them, too, actually. <laughs> like, they both wow. just catapulted their careers of strong preseason. I don't want to put too much stock in preseason games, especially for young guys because I, 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 it's just weird because we didn't have a summer league, right? So there's no kind of this is really the first action that we get to see. Like, KZ would have been so good in summer league. That would have, I mean, we don't talk about that enough how I think more than Precious, you know, KZ really missed out on kind of getting his sea legs under That's him. two straight summer league. That's impressive. Huh? That's impressive how you miss two straight summer leagues. Yep. That yeah, that's like, you know, and that that sucks for a guy like him. Like those developmental reps are really really important and if and like he's going to be training camps too, he hasn't really had much practice with the team at all. It's hilarious. And, and he's been in Sioux Falls a lot of times too, you know, so he hasn't really been with the team very much. He was with them in in the bubble, but yeah. um Alex like if he's their solution at the four, like Mo Harkless has not looked good to two games, right? And I, I, I don't think we should overreact because it's preseason and, you know, whatever. It's going to be weird to start. I think if if after a certain amount of time, Mo Harkless is clearly not your guy, I think they might have found really their high-end ceiling in KZ Akpala. Listen, I, I'm with you that you shouldn't overreact to preseason games, but I'm also okay with a little bit of overreaction to this KZ one because we we really haven't been able to see much of him. And we've been waiting for a game like this, a game to solidify, okay, we see what the staff sees in him. We see where he could play on this team. My hesitation with starting to fall in love with this guy, and we'll discuss it a little bit later, is uh, is he going to be here? Like, no, I, I think he's absolutely our solution at four if that's what the staff wants to go with. I would love to see that. I think as much uh, athleticism as you can get out there, have him at the four, have Bam at the five, be able to run and gun. But is he going to be here this year? That's something we need to actually you know, discuss. <laughs> hey, untouchable. Untouchable. I don't I know mean, about that, guys. KZ Akpala yeah. is a, I mean, I, mean I, I think the interesting thing is that I mean and and um and our friend Leif from Five on the Floor kind of brought this up again. The Heat had KZ second on their draft board the year they drafted Tyler, right? So I don't know how much stock we want to put into that. I'm sure that guy's team say that about their guys all the time, right? Oh yeah, well, we we were eyeing you from the start, kid. Don't worry, don't yes, sir. Um, you know, but I don't know. They they seem to they seem to be really right when they like those guys. You got Alex. I, I, I was just going to say, I wish I could uh, credit the writer. I know it was somebody local that they had um, KZ on their draft board between 15 and 20. Keep in mind, our pick was 14. So they clearly had a high, high uh, upside potential um, uh, viewpoint when, when scouting this guy. When they drafted him, they said, no, we got two first round talents this draft. 
And they said the same about Josh and Justice. So when when those two got drafted, I remember they were they went out of their way to talk up Josh more than they talked Justice. I mean, they were like, "You don't understand. We got this." And they were right. We got the steal of the draft. This kid is so good, and we got him in the second round for nothing. And they were right. I mean, that dude's awesome. Uh, he's a winner. He's won here. He he was he's going to be great in Dallas, and we're all big Josh fans. Yes, he but is. They are, they've been really good at kind of winning at the margins. And I mean, listen, the, the scouting department post LeBron has been absolutely fucking unreal. They've been, they've just been outrageously good. I would argue maybe the best in the league. Just, I mean, considering where they pick, right? They're not picking top 10 ever, right? Was what was Justice ninth? That was probably the the one that went Justice the worst. Justice was and 10. I, yeah, and like, I know, I, I, I see chat like talking shit about Justice or whatever. Like, that's fine. Like, you can be upset about the injury history or whatever. I mean, when he was on the floor, he was productive. We're not going to have to rehash that. But I mean, in, in general, you know, they haven't really picked inside the top 10. And they've hit on almost every pick. Even Shabazz Napier is a guy that is still in the league. I don't think he's on a team right now, is he? Is he? I mean, he's last. Season. Well, what, you yeah, know I mean, what? Let's got, let's forget that one, that one <laughs> because that I agree with what you're saying. Because people thought that LeBron was making the pick, right? Yeah, it should I mean, have he been was the, never uh, good the here. Uh, he was on a team last year. He was on Washington, so I mean, he was he was somewhere, and he averaged double digit scoring. He was uh, uh, almost twelve points a game. So <laughs> you know, it's not like he's some bum, right? He's he's a good, productive NBA journeyman. Uh, so like he. he like, even though he was the worst of the picks, I mean, he's still not bad. You know what I mean? Like, he's been good. Like, I just I just really, I'm really impressed with their scouting because I think before that, in the big three years, it was just a lot of bad. I mean, Norris Cole, like, you know, clearly out of the league the second LeBron left his side. It was, it was tough for him. Um, Norris you know, Cole was I, the good pick, though. I, I, I defend that. He was good for what we I love needed Cole. him. For no, those no, two he years. was great. Yeah. He fit in awesome here because he didn't. He was a point guard that didn't have to have a lot of like responsive yes. offensive responsibility. Yeah, uh, uh, Jack. W- wasn't uh, Jack he the Alfonso. one that had that, real, that really cool van? Yes, he did. Jack Alfonso's in chat yeah. saying that James Ennis was also very good, and he's still in the league too. And good I, I think James. Yep. You know, when when you draft a guy, you know, you don't always have to hit on a star. You know, as long as the guys are able to contribute in the league for for sustained periods of time, I mean, that's a win. If you can get a rotation player, you know, in the draft, especially late first round or second round, that's that's a win. And look, the Heat are getting undrafted guys paid. I mean, Starters. look at the list. Hassan, uh, um, you Tyler got Duncan Johnson. Robinson's going to make a little money. Tyler Johnson, Derek Jones Jr. just made some money. Rodney, the Clippers really wanted Rodney. There you that go. was a guy oh, that yeah. they really wanted, you know, and he's a productive player, right? So th- I just wanted to shout out their their scouting because it's been good. And, and like when they when they're high on KZ, I, I believe them. I, I believe how how high. I mean, you saw the the versatility defensively. You know, you saw the shooting. Um, like you you like that's just the high end of everything that you want out of it right uh so Kristen, do you i I know we talked a little bit pre-show do you have some of those kz stats uh i mean i have one in particular which i mean it really does speak to the volume of like the impact that he's had but hold on wait let's do you want we're we're bringing back a segment so if you have the stats ready i want to i kind of want to bring the segment back I mean, it's only preseason, uh, so I've, I've got a couple of fun ones. But yeah, let's okay. Let's so bring, let's bring let's it do back. It. If, you are, uh, yeah. if you're a long time Miami Heat beat listener, uh, you might remember we used to do segments. We used to do Hot Take Harry. We used to do uh, what else did we do, Brian? We did Hot Take. That Hot Take we Harry still, was, was. We have the mailbag, which we could still repurpose. 
We have the uh, mailbag we had segment. Brian's time to shine. Brian's time, Brian's to, shine time to shine. Uh, yeah, you would like Brian's time to shine. Did you hear that? Brian's like, yeah, Brian's time to shine. Yo, chat time. loves me still. And you uh, wonder why people love you. I mean, come on. Oh look, at that. Yeah, look at that. Look at the chat. energy. People in chat are asking, where's Alf? And then there's this guy who's my new friend. His name is at DG. I don't know how you pronounce his name. DGAD89. He says, no Alf need as long as Brian's in this bitch. Well, there you go. <laughs> So we're bringing back nice. maybe my favorite of the segments, and it's it's small sample size theater, and we have imaging. When it comes to samples, size matters. Except for this next segment. Let's have some fun with some small, teeny weeny sample sizes. This is Small Sample Size Theater. Featuring Lake Heights, Duncan or Christian Hernandez, whoever is available. <laughs> I love the whoever is available. What you got, Chris? Okay, well, obviously KZ has was incredible, especially in the game against the Raptors the other night. Thank God. Yeah, because then yeah, we all yeah, got to take a massive lap around you. Yeah. But um, the way that he was really breaking it down was when he was just spotting up behind the arc and he was just draining every shot he took to the point that I looked it up and according to Synergy Sports, Casey Alcala was the third most efficient player in preseason on spot ups mm. while scoring the third most, po- I'm sorry, the seventh most points in the preseason. Mm. So he was doing it both efficiently and getting the points down compared to the league leaders. Like, uh, so we got the kind another of all-star. You need to slot at least 20 minutes for it, at least a solid 20 minutes. And now, especially put- while we're talking about slotting minutes, pardon me, Gianni, I want to talk about <laughs> the new guy on the roster. I mean, really, KZ, we're, we're treating him kind of like a rookie, too. But the new guy on the roster, Precious, man, he really showed out in those two games, so much so that he shot a cool 69%. <laughs> From the field, which that's nice. That's really nice, and you that's cannot so compare nice. with that. Sometimes it doesn't have to be an advanced stat. Sometimes those old school field goal percentage, god damn, they're just so right on about the general impact that a player had. And I mean, and really talking about Precious for a second, ten and a half points and eight and a half rebounds and one and a half assists in 21 minutes in the preseason, like. He is already filling up the box score like early on. And I'm going to love to see if he can continue to bring that against like NBA starter rotation level talent. Um, Chat says that we're going to get in trouble for that music. Yeah, we are. I forgot about that. That's an actual song. Wait, what's the wow, problem with the wow. music? Oh, it's an actual song. We're going to uh, get, oh my God, DMCA. No. <laughs> It's you can. I'm sure you can fix this somehow. We'll, we'll, fig, we'll figure it out. We'll, we will figure it out. I mean, we had Christian talking over it, so that will be fine. Yeah, no, I think that'll be okay. Yeah, we're, we're we're good. Yeah, I mean, I I I love the numbers with with Casey. I think I think it's obviously it's sample small, but um, I believe in him winning that starting spot in this preseason. I think that he's been better than Mo Harkless, and maybe Spo rides with the vet. And it wouldn't be the first time that he does that. I, I know that Spo really trusts his guys and, and the veterans or whatever. But I, as far as I'm concerned, I think KZ has earned that. Like, I, I don't even think there's a if, question. If you're going to ride with the vet, though, then maybe KO or Myers. Like, you can't give it to Mo. 
I just I just don't think that you you can give it. No, to you got to give him a shown. chance. I mean, you got to give him a chance to work it out. Like he hasn't been good. He's been downright really fucking bad. Yeah, uh, he's been atrocious. He's been awful. He's been their worst player. Okay, so we agree. Thanks. So he's, he's not gonna been play. the worst player that's like <laughs> played like real minutes that matter that you think that may play. Like we called Max Struss, Max Struess. Is it the Struess? Struess. We called Max Struess the worst NBA player ever. Uh, and uh, we oh, were all, now we're all aboard the Struess boost. Yep. Shout out mm-hmm. to the deuces. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into him in a little bit, but yeah, that's that's to me is is the. Um, well, just just rounding out the small the the small samples, I think probably my favorite small sample, just because it's only a handful of possessions. But so far, Mister Struess has not missed in transition. Oh, he's got seven points in three possessions. Like that is lethal efficiency. And when you have somebody that can just stop and pop like he can and just terrorize defenses, that's demoralizing. Watching those shots go in. So that has huge value for a team. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world, and with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore, Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly. So you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short-term list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try it with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is finally over. Football is back. And you might not be at the game this year, but you will be on in the action with Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you the most options to wager than anyone else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head over to Bet Online today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, I yeah, that that's a good one. That was small. That was sample size. I mean, he did dunk. That was pretty cool. The Struess is loose. Chat says. Uh, I kind of want to get into Max Struess. Uh, Tiffany, uh, Tiffany's in chat saying no Mo. (laughs) She's so done with Mo Harkless. Uh, we'll see. I'm a big, I'm a big Mo Harkless apologist. As long as he can stay on the court, like he literally cannot stay on the court right now. I I believe, I believe in him 
figuring it out defensively. But we'll what see. Done, we'll see. What has he done in his career that makes you believe in him? He's a good. That's a great he's question. Been a, he's been a good defender on competent playoff teams, like Portland and stuff what like team? that. What like team? He's the, Portland? the Blazers. The Blazers. That one Portland team. I mean, he was on Portland for a long time, Brian, and they were always like good. <laughs> Let's he was starting. His, I'm going to look at his basketball reference, and you tell me if he's had a single good NBA season. He has. He shot 40% from three one year. He actually did do that. I, there's a reason why I like Mo Harkless. I mean, he's proven me really wrong. I think he just liked him because of his name. Right, but I think we should also know better about players with like one good, really, sh- maybe one or two really good shooting seasons. I feel like we kind of learned it. Th- uh, Gianni, it looks, did the stream go down? No. Oh, is, it, is it my network? Yeah, oh, okay. Sure no, okay. Um, I, was like, don't, I was like, DMCA won't happen that fast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> chill, chill out. God damn it. Freak me out. Um, we got to be patient on Mo. I, I, it's just unfair to just chastise yeah, him. I mean, but that, like, that's what happened it's with Jake two, Crowder It's been two me. preseason like, games. It's been two preseason games. We got to chill the fuck out. It's okay. No, Let's I'm wait. willing to give Mo time, but I don't think that he's... I don't think Spoke can put him in the starting lineup on opening night. Like I don't I, think so he, either. He hasn't done anything in the preseason to like actually warrant being a starter. That doesn't mean I that agree. I don't think he should get some minutes. I think that KZ should be the starter at the four. I don't know if he'll do that. Um, what, but, what do you What do you think they're gonna? He's gonna do for the lineup because he I, he's played basically every guy but Udonis in the last two games, and I'm, he sat multiple guys in each game, so it's hard to tell which way he's gonna go. I think for sure it's going to be Bam. It's going to be, um, I think Harkless is probably going to get the nod, even if I disagree. It's going to be Jimmy. It's going to be Duncan, and it's going to be Tyler. And I think that's the five that they're going to roll out. Now, I would like that same five, except with KZ. Um, I think the most interesting part of the rotation going forward is going to be none. Is none going to find minutes? Because if you're starting Tyler and Duncan, and then you're bringing Goran as your first guard off the bench, are you just playing a Goran-Kendrick-Nunn backcourt? Uh, what what are you doing over there? Are you I, I guess where do you put Struce positionally if he's gonna get minutes? Can you just put Struce him? He's not gonna get minutes. I can tell you. That you don't right think now. Struce is gonna? You don't think Struce would you get? You haven't Kendrick even mentioned minutes? Avery Bradley yet. That's right, Avery Bradley. That's a great I mean, he point. Hasn't, he hasn't looked good either. So I mean, if your first two guards off the bench are gonna be Goron and Bradley, then is Kendrick Nunn gonna have minutes? Chat saying that Nunn's gonna find his minutes in Houston. Um, I mean, that, that, that's, I hope so that's what I keep going back to. I feel like this team was structured right now at this point to be prepared to offload three or four players and still have a functional rotation. That's why they have like 12, 13 guys they can play. I think they're probably looking to make a move, which is why I feel like the Harden rumors are, prob- are probably legit. I, so like they converted Struces to a to a deal, so he he's gonna be on the team for the for the season. Um, he's a six six guy. I think he can play. I, I think in in non Duncan minutes he can get a little run. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the five guys off the bench are gonna be Goran, Avery, Bradley, Olinick, um, as your Andre, and then maybe Struce. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and then I, maybe, and then maybe whoever doesn't start of um, between KZ and and Harkless, I guess that's where it gets tricky. I guess that's where it gets tricky because if you're starting Harkless, then you're bringing Goron, you're bringing Avery Bradley, you're bringing KZ, you're bringing Andre, right? And then I think those four are are, are pretty solidified. 
And then that fifth guy is probably maybe Olenek. I mean, I, I like Olenek, but but Spo has kind of been reluctant to play him. Uh, Precious also in the mix. Uh, Strew. So they're going to be, they, they have a, a bit of depth in the season where I think it's going to matter, right? Like, I, I don't think you're mad if you got to play any of those guys. If, if maybe one of the guards gets hurt, you have Kendrick Nunn who can really slide in and is a, a competent, productive NBA player. So I, I kind of like their depth. Right now, I think that what Christian said is true. They're really built. If they gut the team, they're going to have guys that are playable uh, and especially playing around some other stars. Shout out to Clutch Adam in the chat, by the way, friend of the show. Uh, thanks for coming by, Clutch. Um, he says, could Spo start most similar to how he did with Myers, even though we knew he couldn't be a closer? That's kind of how I think it could be. Uh, that's I, that's I, a I very Spo move. Yeah. But like, what are, we, what are they going to do with Myers? That's the Luke Babbitt treatment. I love I love how we're talk, calling it the Myers treatment when it was really the Luke Babbitt treatment. Yeah. Uh, I don't know because he hasn't he's barely played in preseason. Has he even played 10 minutes? He he did play in the first game a little bit, but like a little bit. That was the thing. It's like he was one of the he was one of their first signings. And like to sign up for 10 million this year, I just feel like they must have had some kind of a plan for him. I, okay, I really let's, th- let's how much of this is them also just like easing veterans back in? Like, I'm not saying that Myers played a ton of minutes or anything, but it's also like, we only have two preseason games. It's, it's a quick turnaround. Like we barely seen Jimmy when we saw Goran for the first time, like maybe they're, maybe they're easing their way into these things. We don't know. I mean, Myers Myers is a young man. He's 27 years old. Like what are we talking about? Myers is a trade ship. And I agree. Yeah, I mean, well, if he is, then he has to play, right? You got you got to show him to teams that he's no, but you're, you're not you're trading for, him right? a salary filler. You're not trading. I guess that's somebody. true. I mean, you're like, just, and again, I know yeah. that you know we've we've gone over this a couple of times. Yo, shout out to Heat Miami Heat UK, uh, friend of the pod, uh, been went on the show. Check out their YouTube channel. Um, for Myers. Like we've talked about this a bunch. That I know that he has a no trade clause because he signed the one plus one. But I mean, I, I think we're under the assumption that there's some sort of wink wink deal with the organization in which they said, hey, listen, Myers, we're going to give you this $10 million. Uh, nobody else is going to give you this in the market. When it comes to if we need to move you, you know, you, we'd ask you to please waive the no trade clause. And, and I, I think that's kind of the assumption that I operate under as to why they gave him that deal, because the, the $10 million kind of gets you to some salary that you wouldn't have otherwise. Especially, I don't think that they're going to move Goron uh, for anybody. I think that no, that's just definitely a guy. not. And Jimmy I mean, loves Goron. I mean, Jimmy was going to kill Goron if he didn't resign with the Heat. We had Go, uh, Rohan Nadkardian from Sports Illustrated who profiled Jimmy Butler, and, and one of his priorities was, was calling Goron every day in Slovenia. That was a great pod. Um, uh, yeah, Rohan's amazing. When are we going to track this Harden news? Because I'm, I'm interested. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm down to track. I'm down to track Hurricane Harden. Uh, I think. Listen, I'm all in. I'm, you know me. I, I want to get, I want to get my live, uh, my live Hurricane Harden music, uh, kind of going. I mean, you kind of caught do, me off do guard, you need Brian. Filibuster for you? Like I do need you. I do need you. To, I do need you to filibuster. Alex, tell me more about the young guys and why you don't want to trade Tyler Hero for James Harden. No, I mean, I yeah. Let, uh, no, no, no. Let's get to it because why, why I, are we I revisiting this? this I hate this. <laughs> I hate that take. It's such a bad take. Look, I just on the pod. <laughs> yes, I'm like the only guy that doesn't want Harden, but it's fine. Listen, I just Alex, I, talk about why you want Harden. 
look, I'm in a weird place because I've come to the point where like, I fully expect it to happen. So I'm trying to like get myself to be okay with it. But then you see KZ break out and then it's like, well then fuck, what are we going to do? Like I saw a great quote today, shout out to uh, Brady Hawk, uh, Bam Adebayo saying that one of his favorite things about this heat team is our depth. Well, guess what? As soon as you trade for Harden, there goes the depth. You know, like I this just, is, we just we this just might. went over why they have depth, right? And, and the Heat, and, and, I didn't anybody agree. can manufacture depth. <laughs> it's the Heat. There's probably like four guys on the street right now that they probably want to sign, but they can't. And it's like the second that they get the opportunity, that they will. Like, All right, girl, Chris is out on the streets. Look. You got Gerald Green back on the streets. I think Ronnie McGruder is about to get cut again. Come home, Ronnie. Guys, yeah, by the way, uh, we have. All right. We're tracking James Harden. This is live Weather Channel music tracking Hurricane Harden. Are we going to get a DMCA again? Yeah. No, is it? Uh, Janet, you do Are think we? about these things before you start playing. I don't know. I just kind of wanted that, music like, for the segment, you know, tracking Harden. I like it. Are we going to get in trouble? Are we going to get Are we going to get taken down? Can one of my mods tell me, Brian M, Kiebin, where'd you get the music? Are we from? safe? Huh? All right, John. Don't worry about it. Just, just go. Let's do this. Let's just go. We're track. We're tracking Hurricane Harden. Uh, there was a report today by a, an ESPN Houston radio host that now the Toronto Raptors are in the mix for James Harden, as well as the Boston Celtics, um, which I think is funny because the Raptors in particular haven't really been mentioned, and I think the Raptors offering Siakam in, in any deal for James Harden. Makes it interesting. I don't even know how Toronto would get to the salary. That would be a little complicated. Um, if anybody can figure it out, it's going to be Masai. I would not underestimate him making this kind of move at all. He did move DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi. But I feel like that was a different move. This, this to me, wouldn't make much sense because once you trade Siakam for Harden, then you're stuck with three backcourt guys and hardly any big men on the front court. And then what are we going to do to kind of team up Harden with another all-star? Because once Kyle Lowry's contract's up, I don't assume that he would come back to be part of that three-guard rotation. Like, you signed Fred Van Vliet for a reason because he's your point guard for the future. Is Kyle Lowry literally going to come back just to be a backup or a six-man? Well, I mean, I guess the the main thing is like I don't really want to talk about the fit on the Raptors and the kind of the validation of the report. While you know, uh, he, Miami Heat UK says you know just drumming up interest because it came from a Houston reporter, which is a very valid thing to say. Um, I just think that if if theoretically Pascal is offered, right? Yeah, it's a better. How, that's definitely a better package than. How that affects the Heat? Well, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, it depends how Houston. I mean, no, let's like Pascal was second team All NBA last season. You know, he hasn't looked good in the preseason. Uh, He hasn't really looked good since the playoffs, right? So that I'm sure that factors into it a little bit. But I mean, he's a guy that's All Star ready. He's a little bit further. He's locked up. He has a quite a big contract. Uh, The other team that kind of got in the game for this from that report was the Boston Celtics offering Jalen Brown, who is not an All Star, but he was very close last season. And you know, damn, chat really disagrees with me. With what? They really, they really think that Pascal is not better than Hero. Than Hero and Robinson, and and I, I think he fans are gonna feel that way. But I, I just wanna like, I, I want chat to understand. Like, I'm talking from a league perspective, right? Like, I'm talking, but like, Tyler. 
just general NBA perspective, I, I think that they would, I think generally people, whether he fans feel that the heat offer is better or not, doesn't matter. It's what Houston feels right. And I, I think Houston might like the, the Raptors or the Celtic package. And I think Marcus smart plus Jalen Brown plus stuff starts to get you places if you're Boston. And if you're Miami, what that's going to mean is, okay, now we're really leveraged into including Duncan Robinson. And I think that's what matters here. Whether the deal is better or not doesn't really, that's not interesting to me. It's what it's going to leverage Miami to include. Now, and I I think the timing of the reports also matter. So we kind of heard, you know, uh, Leif and and Adam, uh, Five Reasons, were talking about, how you know the, the Heat are really kind of reluctant to put Duncan in deals, and it's about gutting the team and blah blah blah. And then for the Heat, for 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 the Rockets to then leak that report a day later, I think it's interesting. I I just feel that's interesting, and I feel like that's kind of the timing of how reporting is leaked is something to monitor. Uh, so for the if you're Miami, I think you want to keep Duncan at all costs. I think you kind of hype up these other guys like KZ and Struess or whatever you need to kind of keep Duncan. I don't know how much that'll work, but I just thought that report was interesting, uh, Christian. I don't know. Definitely. And just from like a fit perspective, when you're going to have a team that has James Harden, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, you absolutely need a guy like Duncan Robinson and having him like it's it's kind of a perfect fit for making like if you make that trade you're making a run with that group for the next what three four years and so have like right why why do you why do you why do you react like that Musabai like I mean the oldest player would be Jimmy who's what thirty one they're both Look, the same for, age James, for Harden, me Harden are same age. For me, Harden is a two-year thing, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I think the second that we inevitably reach the finals or win a championship, I think that guy's going to go crazy. And I don't know if we're going to be able to get him back into the gym in time. I think he's going to be like a Shaq, like a Shaq situation. You well, know what I mean? I mean, I feel like there's kind of a lot of parallels there that are fun to to kind of consider. I just love the the idea of Jimmy going into the gym at 3:30. Um, but, you know, Harden's actually That's just really getting back from the club or something. Honestly, <laughs> all the stories that we've heard from um, Harden going out to, like, Vegas, you know, in the middle of, like, a back-to-back. Not back-to-back. Uh, like he wouldn't have to go anywhere. I mean, you really got to go somewhere else other than Miami. Like, that's that's definitely yeah. a perk. But I think um, the biggest thing, like, about just the whole Harden thing is, like, we know how hard of a worker he is. Like, credit to him. Like, he, he built his game through hard work, not just because of his talents. And what is this? I'm showing a picture on the screen of James Harden at a bar without a mask last night. Get get out of here. Give me this. (laughs) He doesn't look fat there. I mean, look, he probably doesn't look fat. He probably already had it. The podcast is not a visual medium. This is for the stream. This James Harden does not look like Santa Claus. Yeah, there's a a lot of funny stuff out there. And he doesn't look skinny, but he doesn't look like Santa. There's also hookah that looks dangerous during COVID. Uh, that the, there's 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 some fans. There's a high vaulted ceiling. Uh, maybe better for circulation. Um, yeah, let me tell you, this is gonna be a if, if we <laughs> land Harden, this is gonna be a rough year for Udonis. Like he's gonna be busy this year. Udonis, <laughs> that's, why you, that's why you keep UD. That's why um, that's why you keep UD. 
So do you guys really want to go more about like tracking hard news? Because there is some more news that we haven't gotten into. I mean, we, we talked about Give the news that came out today, but there was a stream yesterday that Five Reasons had and Leif was on it. So was um, Clutch. Um, I'm not sure what his actual name is. Adam something. I don't know what his last name is. Clutch Adam. But, uh, Clutch Adam. He uh, did a they did like a short like podcast sort of thing on, on their stream yesterday with Ethan. And they were talking about how they had like text exchanges at 4 a.m., and from what they gather from their sources, they believe that the Heat had the best offer on the table, according to their sources. So and like that, that offer Nets does offers? not include that offer does not include Duncan Robinson, and they believe a deal probably could get done if they add one of either Precious or KZ to the table. Okay. Well, well if they want to add Precious, then it has to be after Christmas. Yeah. So there, it looks there's, like it would there's be a stipulation KZ. there in his contract. Yeah. Um, they said people, the players that are on the deal right now, currently is, is Tyler, um, Icky, and Kelly, and Kendrick Nunn. And so really the last piece that they would add to that trade deal, not including Duncan, would be probably KZ since he would be the one that they could move now instead of waiting later on in the year. And uh, another thing in the report, which we've also heard, I think, from... Uh, who was it that reported the whole... It was a guy that I think is um, he's the writer for, I think, SI now. I forgot his name. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but um, oh. the whole thing about um, Harden and Houston one make a deal happened before um, their first game on Tuesday, the start of the regular season. Yeah. So uh, I want to I want to properly kind of properly credit. Um, also, he writes for Forbes um, pulling up the report. Um no, yeah, and, uh, and uh, Clutch Adams in the chat, he added that he thinks in his opinion that it's going to be two out of three between Duncan, Casey, and Precious. So that's that looks like where the sticking point seems to be. And so obviously that's a, that's a big question that the Heat have to ask is where do they put their priorities there? I think the shooting for sure. And, and, but then, but then, to me, I, th- I think you have to start asking, like maybe you get the shooting with Casey, but also some athleticism, some athleticism, some size, you know, some length defensively. Like those are things that when when you're trying to put together the best five to win titles, mm-hmm. like these, those are things you have to consider. And obviously, Duncan is possibly already a legendary shooter. That's so like these are him. these are these had, are very if you keep difficult. Him on the group, you have the best offensive lineup probably in the NBA right now. Uh so uh Farbad no Nashri. Farbad and Ashri of uh, Forbes and SI uh, did that report. I put his at in the uh chat so people can can kind of follow him. Um, I'm, I don't know how credible he is. He's been very uh, all over the place on the Harden stuff. So yeah, I mean he uh, but, I mean, he did a, he's been he very consistent. He's very Didn't consistent re- with Harden to the Nets. I think, yeah, he had a report not too long ago, like a month ago, saying that it was pretty much a done deal that he was going to the Nets. Yeah, that's why I would be very, uh, I'd be, spe- he said it was done. And I would be speculative about what he says, not to discredit his reporting, just kind of given the history. I, I'm not too familiar with him, um, but I just kind of throwing that out there and kind of giving the, um, kind of giving the background on that. Uh, so, I mean, I don't, to be honest with you, that Nets, that any Nets, thing is garbage they can't really offer that much i don't think that miami deal is great i'm not gonna lie it's not the best um it it starts getting more interesting when duncan kz and precious are involved 
Right. So then that, I mean, the, the, the Tyler plus none plus expiring salaries, it's not a great deal. And it depends how, if you feel like Tyler's a superstar, that changes things. But I mean, if you don't feel Tyler's a superstar, then that deal's not that attractive. I will say though, the Heat have done a really good selling job just from their perspective because constantly, you know, in the media, they've been putting out that Tyler's not on the table, how highly they value him, that they, they think he's higher than Devin Booker. Like they've done their sales job in terms of playing up what they feel about Tyler. So they're clearly, you know, when they're negotiating, they're, they're putting him as a big chip. So I guess we have to see how big that is. I think Casey's game probably did a lot of good things for Miami at our negotiation table. I think so too. And, 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 and not that they come from a position of strength. I mean, I guess they kind of do. I mean, they made the finals last year. So I mean, anything that they do is from a position of strength, but they're from a position of strength that, you know, if, if all of a sudden you have options about, okay, I'm going to keep either one of Duncan or Casey or whatever, you have that extra, you have that extra card to play if it comes to, I believe kind of they don't want to gut the roster for Harden. I do believe that. I, I genuinely believe that if if it's literally going to cost everything, I think that they may just say no. Um, I think I mean, the deal would be done if all those players were on the table. I think definitely Rye is trying to keep as many of these pieces because it's going to be much harder once you add Harden to the team to add good, confident players to that rotation, especially this season. Next year will be a little easier because you have a mid-level. You might still have a biannual. I mean, you'll have a couple of things that you could use to kind of fill out that roster, but you want to try to keep as many of these good, especially a guy like Duncan, you can still keep him after next this past this year and re-sign him to a deal that you wouldn't be able to offer anybody else because of his bird rights alone. So yeah. that's important. I think if you He's want to try agent. to keep guys like, like a Duncan Robinson, who's a shooter that you won't be able to find anybody else in the market, unless you try to like find somebody off the streets like Struess, then I think it would be really imperative for mine to try to keep a guy like him because just his contract's so valuable right now that they could really keep him and build a rotation around, you know, those four guys. Yeah. And Ty Gotti in the chat uh, says Miami would definitely have to ask for something other than just Harden. It can't be a five to one deal, which is true. And that's why there's been a lot of reports uh, that Houston is trying to work can. like a three way, like a three way deal in order to send players to the right places. And for Houston to get the optimal return that they're looking for, because yeah, you cannot just ship a ton of players over there. It's not going to work for cap purposes. It's not going to work for roster building purposes. So they, they have to work out those details, which also I'm sure takes time and coordination. And honestly, that's why I don't, like I, I'm sure that both teams would love to get a deal done before the season starts, but I just don't see that particularly happening, especially if it, it looks like it's going to have to be a three team deal for everyone to kind of like come away with this feeling like, okay, we got what we wanted out of it and all. And so when you start adding more pieces and more teams, this thing drags out a little bit more. And then they start going back to the other team, trying to up the ante. So I've, I think I tweeted it out earlier today that, um, for me, I don't know why. I just think that like Saturday or Sunday, like right after Christmas, once, you know, precious and more rookie contracts are probably available for all of these teams to kind of swing in there. Um, that's for me, what I think is more of a realistic timeline for a hardened trade. I know that somebody said that they're trying to get it, that there's increased pressure to get it done before the season starts on Tuesday. I just don't find that possible. <laughs> Brian, what were you saying? I think, I think you were going to give some insight about why you can't trade five for one. Well, in terms of Miami, Miami really can't add anybody else because they're pretty much like with the deal that I think that they're trying to get done without dunking on the table. They really can't take back any more salary besides Harden. 
I mean, they're already going to be them. They're based. They're not going to be hard cap, but they're going to be. They're like at the minimum peak that they can like offer contracts without you know be able to add anybody like an Avery Bradley or a Mo Harkless or a Myers Leonard at the moment. Like those are contracts that would be helpful right now for a move like that to maybe get a PJ Tucker back, but they really can't unless they really give up like every single piece that they have, including Silva, Duncan Robinson, like, like clearing out every single minimum salary that they have. But bring back somebody like PJ Tucker too. is building a team to win titles. Like yeah, he's well, a guy that you can slot in that sixth, seventh man role yeah, if necessary, and he's going to really help you. I agree He'd too. Start. That's the thing. I think they could probably get him. It just can't be in this deal. It has to be like later on in the year, just because it's it's so hard cap wise to make it happen. And I know Annie probably could do something, but it's. I don't know if they can even get a third team and still reroute PJ Tucker here because it's, it's just the amount of salary that it would cost for Miami to bring him here. It's it's so much. And what sucks is that they have a trade section that they could use right now. And it's like four hundred thousand dollars below what PJ Tucker is making this season. It's like they have like seven point five million five. right now and PJ Tucker's salary is seven point nine. So Clutch Adam is saying that they can agree to a trade without announcing it if Precious is included because Precious can't get traded for for a bit, a lot like the Love Wiggins deal six years ago. That that that's also true. Brian, yeah, shout out I, to Adam I, for dropping knowledge in the chat. Yeah, sh- Adam's it. amazing. Adam's a friend of the show. Uh, I got a Adam. I got a VIP you for Twitch chat because you are indeed a friend of the show. You're a homie. I'm going to be on Adam's show on Tuesday, so you can check that out on on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. I'm going to be there. <laughs> Kind of got to support the homies over there, uh, Heat Media family. Uh, Brian, I, I have a question for you, and I don't know if you have an answer to this. The Heat are not hard cap, I guess. Did they use the biannual they have on biannual. Avery Bradley? They have is that information out? They had they the information that they that's been out is that they you they just split the mid level exception that they had. Wouldn't that hard cap them because they used all all of it? No, that does when not you split it, it won't hard cap you. No. Because I know that once you cross a certain threshold, I think it's like 5.4 million of the mid-level the, you get. The hard mid-level to. that they use does not um, trigger the hard cap. The only Andy's such hard- a fucking genius. So the hard cap would be triggered if they use a biannual. Or tr- they would be triggered if they do a sign and trade. Or it would be triggered if they use the um, the room. No, not the room. Yeah, the room mid-level exception, which they haven't because they, they were an overcap team this year. That's that's man. I love. Listen, never doubt Andy. Never doubt Pat. They know exactly what they're doing at all times. Um, and and yeah, like I, I'm curious to see how this story develops now that we're. I mean, there's no. We're we're gonna go into a pretty. I'm, I'm sure busy news time from now until Tuesday when the season kicks off, and then the Heat play Wednesday. Which, by the way, we're doing our uh, our our hangover time after uh, yeah. the first game against Orlando. So make sure to check that out. Uh, we're very excited for that. Uh, we have a special guest for that stream, so make sure to tune in right here to twitch.tv slash MIAHeapy. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I- don't miss it, guys. This- that show is a ton of fun, really. I- I'm actually excited for the guests. It's a maiden MHB voyage. Um, I think Miami's going to know them very well. It's a, it's a beloved South Florida sports figure that I think you guys are really going to love. So make sure to come by twitch.tv slash MIAHeatBeat right after uh, Heat Magic. Uh, Alf is going to host. Uh, uh, Musabai is going to be on. I'm, I'm not going to be here. Alf banned me. 
Alf banned me. After, Alf has banned it's me. Not from a band. Oh my from the God. foreseeable future. Stop uh, taking it so. Personally. He's listening to the YouTube comments that hate me, and he's gonna do this uh, for you, the fan. So make sure to check that out. Make sure to get in on our Discord server. Uh, subscribe. Listen, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitch. That matters. That helps us. Listen, we want to do this more full time. We want to give you guys this content. We want to be. You know, we really want to up what we're doing for you guys, especially with we the heat. We want to leave our day jobs and make this an actual job. Like legit, like the heat are going to be a really good team for cool. the foreseeable future. That we want, I, we, Brian and I have been all in on this for a long time. So please, if you can support us any way you can, you know, we're trying our best with the pods and with all this different stuff and with Twitch and with YouTube, and we're going to be doing more stuff. Uh, we're, we're busting our ass for you guys because we want to do the best that we can and for ourselves because we're selfish and we just want to do cool shit so follow um, by us by the way use your uh, if you have a twitch prime account or you have a prime account amazon prime account you can go to i think it's twitch.gaming.com um I'll probably brian i'm probably can link mm-hmm. the, the thing again but there is a way for you on your desktop to use your amazon prime account that you already have and use that to subscribe for free to our yeah, show. Yeah, if, if you guys look in the chat, the Nightbot actually just shared the link. Um, if you haven't already used it, you can use it to subscribe to Miami Heat Beat and I Amazon love how covers li- it. I love how little we know about Twitch. Side. So uh, Brian M., our stream producer, uh, kind of wrote those scripts in. So if you put exclamation point YouTube, right, the Nightbot will spit out, you know, a, a script that is pre-done. So we have we have a lot of scripts, you know, you know, exclamation point prime. And then, you know, bam, you get a link. That's uh, that's all that's that's producing baby. That's Brian M. Shout out to Brian M. We love you. He's great. So make sure to check so us out on your on desktop because if you try doing it on your phone, it's like, I don't know. It's so weird, but you can't, you has, it has to be done on, on a desktop. So do that. It's, it's great. So shout out to everybody who supports us and, and, you know, please kind of support us more. We, we want to do this as much as we can in the best ways that we can. And we want the qualities to be good. We want to pay everybody a fair wage because that's what we're about here. A Miami Heat beat. You know, we're a, we're a, we're a, we're a, uh, an ethical labor company, right? We're, we're doing our best. So uh, shout out to the support. Thank you guys so much. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you for the season pod on Tuesday. I believe we're also going to be live at 7 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, we're working on getting Nikaias on. Guys is a very busy person. It's very hard to reach him, but uh, I, I would imagine that he will be on and we'll have other heapy personalities and maybe another guest. Who knows? So check us out Tuesday, 7 p.m. and all that other stuff I told you. So be safe and uh, en- enjoy. Uh, probably a lot of people have fantasy basketball drafts coming up. Enjoy. Draft Bam High. We got this. Culture. <laughs>